Let us kneel and begin with the Hail Mary. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Our Lady, seat of wisdom, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. And there were in that same country shepherds watching and keeping the night watches over their flock. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Whenever God wants to bring about the beginning of new life, He prepares a sacred place, a haven of purity and silence, where His action can be welcomed willingly, safe from all interruption. Now all the beginnings of sanctity and holiness begin with recollection and silence. We see this at Bethlehem, where our Lord lies silently in swaddling clothes in a manger. Now, Jesus came to be born, not in a busy city or in a crowded public place, but in a hidden cave, a secret retreat carved in a rock. And hidden in this cave, a virgin, the most chaste, the most silent, and the most humble of all creatures. And it was in the heart of that virgin where no earthly desire penetrated that God chose to give himself to men for the salvation of souls. Now, our Lord cannot be found amidst the noise of the world and among worldly men who rarely think of God, because there is no room in their hearts and there are too many things going on, and there is no room in the inn. St. Alphonsus tells us, Our Lord so disposed events to be born out of the city in a solitary cave, in order to recommend to us the love of solitude and silence. Now, by looking at all these spiritual aspects, we should realize that if we want to have a friendship with God and develop a spiritual life, we must make time for silence, both interior and exterior silence. Our Lord remains silent in the manger at Bethlehem, Our Lady and St. Joseph adore him in silence. Now, our Lord once showed a vision to Sister Margaret of the Blessed Sacrament, a discalced Carmelite nun, who is also called the spouse of the infant Jesus. Now, in that vision, she recounts all that happened in the cave of Bethlehem, even the visits of the shepherds and the adoration of the Holy Magi. She said all this took place in silence without a word. The infant Jesus does not speak. But how much does his silence say? He loves us so much that he became man to be with us so that someday he would die for us on the cross to rescue us from sin and from hell so that we would have the chance to be with him for all of eternity. But he came as an infant so that we wouldn't be intimidated to approach him and adore him. Now, what man is afraid of a baby? And that's what God wants. 
He wants us not to fear so that we approach Him. Even though the shepherds visited the baby Jesus for a short time, they came out of the stable inflamed with love of God. St. Luke says they returned glorifying and praising God. Now this is one of the fruits of adoration and mental prayer, to inflame us with the love of God. Now the divine infant will speak to us, not to our ears, but to our hearts, inviting us to adore God, who has loved us so much. By adoration, we mean subjecting ourselves to God. Now we can do this in the presence of the Blessed Sacrament, or we can do this at home, because God sees all. But we subject ourselves through God, to God through the interior acts, whether it's of the intellect, by speaking to God and learning of Him, or of the will, by motivating ourselves to make resolutions to return our love to Him. Now we humble our whole being and we contemplate He who is in the silence of our hearts. We can put ourselves in His presence by meditating on His infancy, yet without forgetting that He is God, infinite, omnipotent, creator of the universe, lying there in a manger. In this manger, we are reminded of His infinite mercy, and in recalling our past sins, we are moved to repentance because His divine infancy brings us to a greater confidence and love for repentance. This desire for repentance motivates us to seek His mercy. The love which His mercy inspires draws us confidently to the sacrament of confession. We have the chance to right all the wrongs with God as if we've never committed them, and we resolve never to commit them again. This is true repentance. So what are we afraid of? He loves us, and He came to die for us, and He waits for us in the silence of our hearts. Now, silence is a positive action, something we have to work for. It's not just something that happens because we've got nothing better to do. We have to silence our passions and our desires to overcome our sins and vices. And this is what puts the heart at rest. I'll give an example. If we want to listen to an orchestra, we become silent so that we can hear and we can listen and we can receive that peace that is being performed. This is silence. Now the gospel tells us that Our Lady conceived our Lord. Now Our Lady first conceived the Word of God in her heart through silence. And the Gospels tell us that she kept all things hidden in her heart because the noise of the world could not take her mind from God. Her silence protected this. Now Mary knew our Lord so well by her silence and her constantly going over the mysteries of God in her heart. Silence shows a depth of faith and a profound hope and trust in God. Mother Teresa of Calcutta once said, The fruit of silence is prayer. The fruit of prayer is faith. The fruit of faith is love. The fruit of love is service. And the fruit of service is interior peace. It all begins with silence. And the angels came to announce peace on earth. 
on this night of great silence. God wants to bring life into our souls. By giving birth to his son in our hearts, this cannot happen with continuous noise. Your soul is the place where God wants to be born again. So it should be a model or a replica of the cave at Bethlehem, as it has to be a mirror of Mary herself. It is a place of solitude and silence. This very silence invites him to fill his highest or fulfill his highest work, which is to establish a friendship with us and to bring us quickly to sanctity and to holiness. But our souls will not be the mirror of Our Lady unless we are faithful to her through the spirit of silence and adoration. The whole purpose of our efforts in the spiritual life is to establish in our souls that interior spirit of silence and recollection so that we will be able to better adore our Lord. This is the whole purpose of life because that is what we will be doing for all of eternity if we get there. For all eternity, we'll be contemplating the presence of God. That is heaven. So may the Blessed Virgin, hidden and silent in the cave of Bethlehem, help us to imitate her in silence and purity, in her faithfulness as spouse of the Holy Ghost, and in her generosity as the mother of souls. May God grant you all a Merry Christmas. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.